Oh my I just God. realized we told Ian to listen to the one that we introduced ourselves as Doodoo <laughs> Michael Morris. Oh no, you're right. None of us actually properly introduced ourselves, did we? That's fine. Three, two, one. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls, I'm Doodoo Marco Morris. Who? Who's in the studio with us? Fuck you! I, I, I literally had the YouTube video still open. I was like, when they get to me, I'm going to be Doodoo Marco Morris over here. Well, fine. <laughs> That's what I'm doing <laughs> that, right now. <laughs> then I'm Mohammed Jafar Mashadi. Well, the joke is on you, boys, because I am indeed Dudu Marco Morris. <gasps> I think I had to stop oh, to figure no. out what his last name was. He had to turn around and read the, my screen because he's also up on my computer right now. <laughs> we are Dudu Marco Morris, and we're here to bring you your best Brawlhalla and Injustice 2 clips. We're here. Coronavirus can't keep us down, though it's... Keeping a lot of other people down. Yeesh. Yeesh. Yeah, I don't Yeesh. know if it's the same back in Michigan, but people are flocking to our local Target and taking everything off the shelves and taking like 10 packs of like the 20 TP. And I'm like, how much you poop in? <laughs> That's very true. I like that. Well, I guess it's like the bare necessities of human life, but it's like, oh, like a virus is around. It's like, uh, grab 50,000 rolls of TP, Carol, and uh, Dean, give me every bottled water that's ever been made. We're just going to like, shit and drink water. That's all we're going to do. Quarantine. I mean, because when you get quarantined, it's only like 14 days, right? So how much are you shitting? I don't think diarrhea is a symptom of the virus, is it? Or is it? I guess I really don't know. I know literally, and this is going to be a not great opinion, I don't know anything about what it does or the symptoms. I just know it out there. It's like flu-type symptoms, I believe. Yeah, symptoms are you cough, you have shortness of breath, and I think a fever. So like it's just like a flu. I'm a little, I mean, I'm happy for humanity that they put it out there and said that getting the flu mask doesn't super help with this virus. But I was a little upset because I remember back in high school during the swine flu, many of the denizens of my high school would get designer Gucci like flu masks. Oh, yeah. And that was an industry that I was really looking forward to coming back. Oh, well, you know, it might not be dead because sweaty gumbos, like I was going to say mother-in-law but they're not married i guess sweaty gumbo's boyfriend's mom got her and her boyfriend some designer gucci masks to wear on their flight she's like i know coronavirus is here so here's some little masks for you guys yeah next week <laughs> this upcoming weekend they're going to florida and they have these matching designer masks now and we're like maybe that's not the best idea to like fly across the country while this is happening right now but sweaty gumbo's like you know what if i have to get the coronavirus and stay home for a few weeks that's fine with me <laughs> having lived there there is no oh, yeah. better idea in my mind than getting infectious disease in the hot ass swamps of florida <laughs> you know this is actually a good time for us to buy some plane tickets because we're young we have strong immune systems italy tickets have got to be super cheap right now or better yet i bet cruise ship tickets are the lowest they will ever be for real though Let's do it. Let's let's take a trip. 
Let's dye yes. our hair blonde and take a trip. Yes, finally. Immune loves cruise ships, so finally we can get this over with. Get his first cruise out of the way. It'll be great. Oh, and let me say, I've always hated cruises. I always have said that they are breeding grounds for disease because it's one shared water source, and if somebody's sick, it's very likely it's going to spread, and here we are. Blah, blah, blah. All I'm hearing is we're going on a cruise, and you're going to love it. Don't worry, Immune. If anything bad happens to you or you die, you just get lost in the ocean and they cover it up. Oh, jeez. Disney Cruises did that. Google that, kids. Wait, what? They did? Yeah, Disney Cruises covered the suicide or potential murder of a woman who worked on their cruise line. It's like, I don't think Michael Mouse and Goofus Dog would appreciate you talking about our cruise ship like that. That's terrifying. Does Big Mouse know no ends? Big Mouse. Well, I don't want to say his real name and invoke his anger. Yeah, yeah they would <laughs> shut down our podcast. They still have a tracker chip in my arm. If I say his full legal name, it'll be over before this even I end this sentence. 200 bucks for a ticket to Italy. But anyway, I guess we can talk about what we did in a while instead of looking up these plane tickets. Uh, Amun, do you want to start this off? Sure, why not? This week in WoW, I just honestly did like the bare bones minimum of like my daily type things and raid so it was kind of an uneventful week for me this week in wow to be honest sometimes you gotta have those not every week can be sunshine and rainbows but yeah aaron how about you what did you get up to in wow this week this week in wow i was mostly doing my dailies and finally completing the Outland portion of Loremaster. It's not fully done yet, but I am four of eight in Shadow Moon Valley, which is the last area. So I expect to be finished with it by this weekend and hopefully never have to go back. And then what are you gonna what are you gonna move to next? Ooh, girl, I'm just going sequential. So then we're doing Wrath. Ugh, which which zone are you gonna start in? I haven't seen which ones. I still need to do. Like, I know I've done Borean Tundra. I've done the next one after that. I think I've done, like, Zoldrak. So, the three that I haven't done. You know, while you're there, you should get into some jousting. Everyone's favorite minigame. I didn't know it existed, so something tells me it is not, in fact, everyone's favorite minigame. Oh my god, yeah. Joust- with jousting, you can actually get a lot of mounts and toys and T-Mog and all kinds of stuff. Like, you can get all your organ. See, this doesn't matter for you. <laughs> none of none of it matters. Well, you can get so so like you, you can get the stuff, but like it's not going to oh, be as cool oh, for yeah, you. Oh yeah, because because Worgen didn't exist. I thought right. you were just making a they don't wear shoes joke. No, yeah. So like I have a I like I have a flag that it plants the flag of Ironforge, but like I don't know why Gronlina will be planting the flag of Ironforge in her enemies. <laughs> there is a Nomergon one. Hmm? I I have seen it. It's it's worth checking out. But other than that, Cubbybub and I, because she was like, I want to do raids. And we already previously did all the BC ones, did all of the classic raids. And boy, oh boy, are they big and complicated, or not even complicated, but like killing some of the bosses requires things. So I'm like, that's so vanilla. Like what? Oh, like like frost resistance? Yep. I'd say the, the goober man in the big raid in the desert you have to freeze him 25 times and then you can beat him up and we were playing a rogue and a fire mage so the only frost i had was like my stun that takes 25 seconds to load so we got about 10 of those in before i was like cubby bob do you really care about killing this guy 
And she was like, no. And I was like, good, because I don't want to do this for like another 10 minutes. And we left. Yeah, it's funny. I know exactly what boss you're talking about because I also ran that was a uh, is it the 40 man version or the, the smaller version of uh i think we did the 40 man version because i usually just set it to mythic biggest possible because that's how you get the big bucks yeah that's where i farmed my favorite robe appearance the like blue one that i wear a lot mm-hmm. fun fact if you have the may freeze blaster from Christmas, I'm pretty sure that works on Goopman, and you can just spray it on him 25 times and kill him. Well, that would be amazing. If I had it! <laughs> Wait, it would be what? I said, that would be amazing if I had it. <laughs> I think you mean amazing. There you go. Eh. Uh, you know, it's been fun. Thanks for the uh, 60-some episodes. I'm gonna go, guys. <laughs> and here we're bringing in our guest, May. Hey, May. I'll just say, I cannot feasibly do the May voice. I would be crucified. Here, here she is, everybody. It's good to be back in the lab. I'm going to leave <gasps> now. I am May. Goodbye. Oh, there she goes. Bye, May. Oh, there she went. She turned into a nice block and rolled down the hill. <laughs> but that was all silly business. Slide, what did you get into in the world of Warcraft? Pardon me. My name is Dudu Marco Morris, and this week in WoW, I did a lot of horde killing. I was leading warbands all over the CTA zones. We were wreaking havoc on fucking it was it's Vale, Mechagon, and I think Drustfar maybe. And ah, uh, every single time I get Sliver of Nazoth, I immediately fucking get bounty hunted for the for the horde immediately afterwards so i'm mm. grounded i can't fucking fly and the second the second i accept severin is off i get killed too like it's just like I, I can't get a break with it like i don't even get a chance to breathe the second i accept it literally today it in, in mechagon uh we were fighting like crazy and when it popped up all of my party members had finished their quest so they just left me and i was left in the middle of fucking bondo's junkyard with like 55 horde who we had just all killed it was like seeing like all of the people that i put away in jail and they got freed by the joker and they, <laughs> and they beat me up like it was fucking brutal you're hiding in your office like it's commissioner gordon we're gonna beat you up now i got clay face <laughs> out here Literally, it happened to me four times today. The exact same situation played out repeatedly, and I was just getting pissed. Other than that, I mindlessly ran the Darkshore Heroic Warfront. I swear, man, that is so such an easy source of 460 gear. It's like, why? There's no reason to not do it. Somehow, mm -hmm. I think it actually is faster than doing regular Darkshore, if you, if you can believe that. Huh. It's faster than normal Darkshore? There was something to that because when I was doing mine this week, someone was in the last part, they're like, the boats melt in heroic. And I was yeah. like, why? And they were just like, it just does. Is it a weird tuning thing that they never checked on? I don't know if it's tuning or if it's the case that like the group leader is going to only take people who are like 465 and above. And then like, because we are all there to get real gear, we're not going to fuck around. Because, I mean, obviously, when you join a pug in normal, people are going to be sitting around doing nothing. You know what I mean? If, if you do nothing, you get yelled at in heroic. So I'm not sure if it's tuning or if it's like the group is more cohesive when they're in a pre-made group. It's one of the two. <laughs> probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I actually think it's probably more so that it's a pre-made group. People that want to get it done and get their gear and get out rather than like newbies who just want to like, oh, what's a warfront? What's this thing? But yeah, other than that, the final piece, the 12th piece of my recruit a friend rewards came in today i'm Ooh. all done i did it i recruited all the friends <laughs> does that mean you got those sick cargo pants now 
You fucking know it. I got me a little belt with a canteen on it. I got me one of those Crocodile Dundee hats that I still can't see because I'm wearing an eye in his off that does nothing. <sighs> but this set looks pretty cool. I'm just flat out like in full on explorer mode. I'm, I'm in my sweet little airplane. I've got my little my little adventurer's outfit. I just I just wish there was some kind of conclusion to Eye of Nazoth so I could take it off. I feel like I can't take it off in the Shadowlands, right? What do you guys feel about this right now? What is your transmog hat stance? So I feel like we are pretty clearly not getting anything additional for having it on, which is disappointing. But at this point, I feel like I have just committed to the bit long enough that we might as well just keep it until the end of BFA, right? Yeah. At this point, it's been going on for so long. What's the harm of just doing it? It's bad, but I've just stopped looking at it now. Like I see it and I forget I have an eyeball because I'm so used to having an eyeball. <laughs> it also might be a thing because being a worgen, I would just have no hat anyways. So it's like my little tiara is essentially just what I would be wearing regardless. I guess that makes sense because, yeah, you wouldn't be wearing. Yeah, you're right. The only reason I care so much now is because, obviously, I tried to put on a fancy new hat. And when I put it on, it didn't work. I'm sure I'll get over the hat once I can <laughs> wear it in Shadowlands. <sighs> but, yeah, that was my weekend. Wow. Eh. This week in Raid, we made a little bit more progress. We, as we anticipated, cleared Heroic Carapace. Carapace? Carapace. Carapace. And now we are a... What? We have a friend named Kara, so I heard it as Kara's piss. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, or, immune. Or, 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 yeah, I heard like Kara's pissed. I was like, oh, no, is she there? You should tend to her <laughs> needs. Also, when you when you turned around to tell him that I heard a squeak, I was like, yo, motherfucker's got a dog now. <laughs> no, that was me squealing back here at Kara's piss. <laughs> so we downed Kara's piss and then we are 11 out of 12 heroic. So that's exciting. Just took a big mason jar and just down the yellow stuff. <laughs> That's kind of how it felt, though. It was pretty easy. It was pee easy. It, it was pee easy. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Like once we got down all them, all of the things that were giving us trouble last week, we probably cleared it on like the first or second try, right? Yeah, it was a very fast knockout that we did. And then we wiped on Nazoth the rest of the time. We were getting good, though. We got it down to, what, like 36%, I think? Wow, really? Yeah, I kind of anticipate that we might get him this week. What happened to you, Aaron? Aaron had to dip out. Did you, uh, did you get some diarrhea? You some, some uh, bad No, duty? I was just tired of getting beat up. <laughs> I was like, I can pretty confidently believe I don't think we're going to get him tonight. So oh, wow. I'm going to Geo go. When, well, because you left and then Honors left. And then I was like, oh, this is weird. We lost two DPS. Like, our numbers are a little weird. So so they did some restructuring. And once that happened, like, we started to actually get the bosses down to, like, very low percentage points because of how we changed our healers. And I think we changed the tank out, maybe. But it was just, like, all of a sudden, we were, like, killing it. I was like, Aaron's going to fucking miss his kill. Like, we're getting close. Well, you're welcome. You better, you better, uh, you better stick in it next time. Otherwise, you're going to miss it. And then see, see, can you imagine? Can you imagine if you would have just left and then it would have been another Jaina all over again? Except for no reason. I wouldn't be going anywhere. I would just be in my room like they're not going to beat it. And then you do. And I'm going to have to like leap off my second story window here. Jump. I mean, don't jump. So do you think because on Tuesday we beat 10 bosses? We beat 10 bosses in one in, in one setting? No, Tuesday 
Tuesday, they held the lockout, and so we just beat one. Yeah, and then on Wednesday, because Lynn, our raid lead, was late, we went back to the beginning of Heroic and cleared, like, the first four bosses. Ah, uh, that's where I was getting fucked up at. You're right. Okay, I forgot about that part. It's weird because I'm like, oh, man, we're going to raid tonight because normally we record on Tuesdays. And I'm like, oh, we're going to raid tonight, but it's we're recording a little early because we're going to have some St. Paddy's Day shenanigans this week. <laughs> so we got to get this editing The boys in. are going to be in one location, <laughs> stepping on babies by the Green River. Oh, yeah. Also, what day are you coming up for that? You coming up Friday? <laughs> coming up early Saturday? Probably Friday, the date that yeah, most boy. of you will be listening. Hey, so we'll be together in person. Ooh, girl. Well, I am serenading your earbuds. I am stepping on a baby at the Green River right now. We're going to squish so many fucking babies. Also, Gabe and Sue's are coming. Our party has grown significantly. It's going to be a Ooh. fucking... We are going to get, like, blackout scary drunk. If you guys don't hear for us for a week, we probably are alcohol poisoned. So don't worry about us. Or worry about us? Uh, I don't if know. I, I feel like we're normally alcohol poisoned anyways. If I die, I'm leaving my Warcraft character, Growlina, to my cat. She can play. I'd be a kitty playing a wolf. It'd be so funny. <laughs> Someone call BuzzFeed. Well, you're pulling a, you're pulling a credibility of Phoenix Fusion on Proudmore. Hey, if you guys see credibility on Phoenix Fusion of Proudmore, give him some shit for me. Call him some names. Send him some bad mail. <laughs> yeah, hey, we, Gralinda, we... Gralinda, I need you to send credibility some bad mail. He's a bad man who stole a guild. Please harass him. Thank you. <laughs> Is this doxing? I don't think I, it's doxing. Uh, it's, I don't think it's doxing because all we're giving them is his Warcraft name. I guess Although... <laughs> saying harass somebody is pretty bad, so don't harass him. Just like, I don't know, if you see him, just rough him up a bit. He kind of single-handedly took down our guild, though, so he kind of deserves whatever he gets. Kick a little shoe on his feet. Or kick a, little dirt on... <laughs> Fuck. kick a little dirt on his shoe is what I meant to say. I was sitting here and I was like, what does he mean put a little shoe on his feet? Are you, are you dressing the man now? <laughs> Buy him clothes. <laughs> Buy him some, some real ugly clothes. <laughs> Don't drink, kids. It it ru it ruins what you're trying to say. In WoW News this week, we got more information about what's going to be happening with our legendary cloaks. Ooh. I'm very invested because I just made mine blue. So, now I'm all in. <laughs> oh, so you saw the little constellations then. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. So the news that we got is... Basically, Blizzard is saying that once we get to rank 15, then players who wish to further their cape, instead of getting, like, eye level, I believe you farm these things called malefic cores, which can be consumed and applied to the cloak, increasing the cloak's max corruption resistance by three. So I think it just adds more corruption resistance without adding eye level. Hmm. Hmm. And it says that there are two ways that, that you can get these cores. And they are defeating Nazoth the Corrupter in normal or higher difficulty, or completing all four objective areas in a boss in a horrific vision. I, Wait, so... I'm trying to I'm trying to think which would be the tougher get between that. Probably Nazoth, right? Well, it depends because I feel like at that point we'll probably have it on farm, maybe because all. Mm -hmm. Wait, what what is the like max cape level you can have currently? And we're at we're at upgrade number thirteen. 
Okay, so yeah, I should have just continued reading it because it explains this better. So it says players who are at the limit of the cloak's progression can receive one core from the first of these two activities completed during the week and can continue to the upgrade their cloak with cores once per week for the remainder of the visions. However, if your cloak is not caught up to the current cap, you can acquire and use two cores per week. So it's a built-in catch-up mechanic. I feel like defeating all four bosses is way easier than Nazoth. Because A, if you don't have a guild, then you have to pug it, and that's going to be a nightmare. B, if you have a guild, like we do, who does normal runs on the weekends, they're still not killing us off. And that's a lot more time invested than killing the four areas. I mean, it's a nice mm-hmm. option to have, but like, I don't think it's the best one. Yeah, but it benefits people like us who probably have a guild. Like, we probably have two ways that we can realistically get these cores because it says that this is starting on March 24th, which is when, like, people will reach rank 15. I'll be interested to see what then the limit is as far as the little baubles that you can put on there. Like, can you exponentially just keep increasing your resistance? until like you're 100% resistant will they will they allow you to keep going but it won't go past a certain point well what it's is, basically what is the saying, future of capery so the future of capery seems to be that after rank 15 instead of increasing in ranks every week you'll just get plus 3 corruption resistance and I think that is just for, like, the rest of the expansion, it seems. So hmm. eventually you guys will be able to wear those items that are very high in corruption. I don't remember seeing anything about a cap to these. So let's think. Shadowlands will probably drop what? I'm going to say at the latest August 31st. So that's a long time. It is. Let me look this up real fast. We have established we, we're not great at math. Give us some, Give us a moment. 66 days. To be fair, that doesn't seem like that crazy of a, of a game. It seems kind of small. In yeah, reality... That really only covers, like, the addition of one ring. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking that, that covers, like, one big... That can negate one big piece. Because I have a ring that's 60 corruption, and it's, like, a crazy good ring. But if I put it on, I'm at, like, 120 corruption. So... It's nice, I guess, but could be better. Why would you really care that much? Like, say, say that, like, August, even July hits. Why would you still be upgrading your cape when you're like, Shadowlands is coming out in two fucking months. Like, why am I still doing this? You know what I mean? Like, what are you, what content are you trying to do that you're still trying to, like, upgrade your character power? Especially if it doesn't outright increase the eye level of the cape and it's just corruption so that you can wear some better corruption gear, I feel like. Yeah, at that point of the expansion, I feel like very few people are going to be caring that much. I guess it'll be good for, like, raided battlegrounds. Like, you could, and, like, arenas. Like, you could, like, get, like, an arena character, like, really yoked to use some extra corruption gear. And maybe if you're doing, like, a last-minute, like, mythic push to try to get, like, the mount, maybe. I really feel like come, like, maybe June or even, maybe probably even sooner, we're just going to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not worth it at that point. The small gain that I receive. However, I'll be doing it forever. Because my official stance is, I'm going to say that BFA was when Warcraft died. Shadowlands, I'm not even playing it. I'm going to be a BFA stand forever. This is my official stance. It's my immortal. My favorite fanfic.
What, um, Aaron, what's your cape level right now? Did you finish this week's yes, cape upgrade? I, I did finish this week's cape upgrade, I think. Uh, it's at level 13. It is the first of the blues. Yeah. You, oh, wait, I thought 12 was first of the blues. It, well, it is 13. <laughs> I, I made sure to check <laughs> before we started recording. We haven't done ours yet. We have to do how many Aaron is it? Is it four? Do you need four cores? Uh, Eight the cores? next the yeah, the next one is four. All I know is that Cape is B E A U to four. I saw it and it's now I N V I S I B L E. Cause I was like, that's me. Bye. Damn, you just fucking chunked that cape. What's wrong with you? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I said, ooh, you so pretty, and I put it back in the box. <laughs> Speaking of being out of her box, this girl's out of her cage, and she's doing just fine. She's gotta, gotta believe because she wants it all. Growlina, take it away. Greetings and salutations, faithful listeners. I, Growlina, have returned. I'm here with Tinol, a new friend of mine, as we discuss holidays. So, Tin, something called St. Patrick's Day is happening soon in the other realm. What would you say our equivalent here should be? Hmm. It would probably have a weird fantasy name, like St. Patrick's Day. Indeed. And what would we do to honor this St. Patrick in? Probably still just drink a lot. Isn't that kind of the shtick behind Brewfest? It would just be another holiday of drinking? Are you saying there's something wrong with a drinking holiday? Absolutely not. Well, I'll see you again at the festivities. Cheers to St. Patrick in, and cheers to you, audience. Oh, another all-time classic. Put that one on the highlight reel. There it is. Locked and loaded in my highlight reel that I call my brain. Well, with another growl on the prowl down, I feel like it's time to get a little spicy here. Time to introduce a brand new DNR segment. Oh. Uh, insert theme song here. Boom, 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 boom. This new segment is called DN Our Thoughts or DNR Thoughts because we're punny as fuck. Our <laughs> thoughts in the middle of the podcast. Our thoughts. Is that fair use? Can I do that? Uh, is that allowed? I, <laughs> fucking the carpenters or whoever is going to come after you. I think they're all dead. It's probably fine. <laughs> I, I'm down with it. But anyways, this new segment is going to be a segment where each of us just introduce a random question that we've been thinking about in relations to the world of Azeroth. It can be like open-ended or whatever. And if you guys, our listeners like it, and you guys want to submit a question for us to answer as well, we are more than open to that. I guess, I, should I start us off here? Yeah, it sure. is your idea. So you got to kick it off. 
Because if it sucks, everyone can blame you and not me. Fair enough. So I'm going to kick off the DNR thoughts with a question of, if you were a citizen of the world of Azeroth and you had to own real estate, where would you want, money aside, like if you had unlimited funds, where would your house be and why? Well, so be careful, because now you're talking about player housing, right? And you know how Ian hates talking about player housing. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that girl. Slide, do you want to kick us off with your response? So it's where I would live. So am I setting up like a house there? Uh, Animal Crossing, right? Am I raising, I'm raising kids there? Yeah, so we are talking player housing, I suppose, yeah. Oh man, this is hard, because I, I probably don't want to be somewhere like in the middle of danger. Like, I don't want to live like... Obviously, and I'm not going to live anywhere on the fucking Kalimdor. I would probably hang out in New Dalaran. I feel like I would, like, get one of those, hmm. like, like, little lofts up there. Remember how we used to go sit in that, like, that purple couch area that was, like, high above the streets? And we would do interviews up there? Maybe, yeah. like, somewhere on that street. I'm going to fucking live right above the Toy Master. The fucking toy room. So I can catch that motherfucker. That fucking little gnome who sells the, the spider mount and the little rainbow toy. So I can finally see him spawn. I've never seen him spawn and I want it. And Dalaran is safe. Kagar can put me to safety. The Kirin Tor, not the best security guards, I guess. Not the best police I could have. But it's high above, and no one's there anymore. No, I think that's a very legit answer. I feel like New Dal is beautiful, and there's... Mm-hmm. It, like, it was a hub for the game for a long time, so like it was happening in its heyday, and I, I just agree. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cool place to live. Traveling arrangements might be a little bit difficult because all of your friends would have to like fly thousands of feet up in the air to see you. Yeah. But if they can do that, then it's cool. Yeah. And not to mention they took away all the portals. So it's like a little harder for your friends to come visit you, I guess. It's just please, friends, hang on to your Dal Hearthstones. If I had to have a backup, though, I think I would go the opposite and live in the wilderness in Grizzly Hills. And just have that oh, sweet music just play over and over again. Oh, oh that I steal your that I steal your thing with my backup. <clears throat> uh, hey, immune, go second. Wait, wait, no, we can edit it out if like you want to use no, it as yours. No, 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 because because I have I have other ones. I was just like <laughs> I was just over here like wow, Grizzly Hills. I just got excited because I was like, oh my god, a Grizzly Hill, like I live there too. Like that's also like a sweet spot. Like imagine like the sweet little like Vicro houses. I, I can get a little lady Vicro like my wife. I mean, where would you live if you had to live somewhere on Azeroth? Now it's only on Azeroth, right? You can't live on Argus or anything, or is it anywhere in WoW? I mean, I guess it's anywhere in WoW, but I personally wouldn't want to live on Argus, especially after it's been destroyed. This might be a basic as fuck answer, but I feel like having a really really fancy like house just in stormwind would be pretty bomb what district Hmm. would you be living in okay so i feel like aesthetically i would enjoy living in the mage district the most that's fair i I was gonna make a joke that was like well don't you want to be close to transportation like the deep wind dram but then i was like oh wait you can just live by the portals (laughs) I just like the purple aspect. There's the nature. Like, there's a lot of green as well, and I, and I like that. So I feel like that's yeah. a district I would want to live in. You'd also be close hmm. to Varian's grave, so you can hear that sweet lady sing his opera death music. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how long that would have to happen, though, before that got tiresome. Like, the, like the first day you're on your porch, and you're like, oh, like, this is lovely. And then, like, day 38, you're just trying to go to bed, and it's like, Varian, go, go to bed. <laughs> Where even are you? Okay, so it, like as a backup, since Slide got a backup, 
if I wanted to maybe like not have the city life, if I'm like a little older and I want to like move out of the city and like have a boring suburban life, maybe I would have a little place just outside of Stormwind in the burbs, Goldshire, but like like Elwyn Forest, a little outside of Goldshire even, and maybe I can have a little farm or something. In the burbs. Now, if you were living in Goldshire, so where you live, are you level 120? Or are you like the level of the area? Oh, no, you're just your character. Oh, so perfect. So that way you're safe. You are basically the god of Goldshire then, right? <laughs> like, like, no one's going to stop you. I mean, a few people have called me that in my day. Oh. <laughs> back, back during my moon guarding days, I uh, had quite a few nicknames around Goldshire. Those would be my ideas of where I would want to have my player housing, as Slide has labeled it. Aaron, do you have a pick for your house? I think that when it comes to living places, I've always been a little bit more of an isolationist. I can go and visit people, but for my own house, I prefer to be somewhere quiet and serene. So I think I would have just a little hut in the Jade Forest. Oh, fuck, Pandaria. Goddamn, mm -hmm. that's a good area. Because it is sort of low-key, and it's forested, it's quiet, and I feel like the the threats of Pandaria are minimal, so I don't have to worry about like a wild necromancer running in my home and trying to kill me. It's just sort of like an angry rabbit is outside. You better hope that, that Nassoth doesn't move west, because then you're fucked. Oh, for sure. And because everyone has two, I would have to say that I would like to have sort of a spot in Karanos, right outside of Ironforge, because I like winter weather, but I would like it to be a little bit calmer. If I wanted to, I could go to Ironforge to sort of see the big city until it, got, it gets too hot, and I'm like, I need to get out of here. And then, you know, Brewfest is just down the road, and you know I gotta live close to that. Oh, oh hell yeah. That, like, that would be where <laughs> Rowlina would have her cottage that she can go when she wants to go skiing or whatnot. You know, she would love to live in Gilneas, but uh, it doesn't seem to be a priority right now, so I'll stick to Jade Forest and Karnos. You have to be the change that you want to see. She has to move there and make it better. <laughs> Just sitting amongst all of the burnt out wreckage. We can make it work. Come on, Lord Godfrey. Come on back. Gilneas RP now open. Speaking of Gilneas and sort of tangentially related, my question for the two of you is there are certain races that were sort of created in an instant or by accident. I know that only a couple years have passed in the grand scheme of World of Warcraft, but do you think there will ever be another incident in the story to sort of bolster those numbers? I'm thinking specifically the, the Gilneans were all made in like a month. Or I'm sorry, the Worgen were all made in like a month and there's not new ones really coming out. And then specifically like the Void Elves were made in an hour. There's canonically only supposed to be like a hundred of them. As we see these characters die, do you think Blizzard's eventually going to have to have another Void Elf incident or Worgen incident to make it believable that these are communities? Ooh, so this one's a little out there for me, but what if somehow... So you know how we're kind of working with Ajara in uh, Nyalotha? Mm -hmm. What if she's like, all right, listen, champions, I'm going to be cool now. I'm going to be good. And if any of you night elves want to join me, y'all can become Naga and 
we can become a new playable race. Like, what if she takes Willing Naga? Because, I mean, mm. if we're already going to allow Night Elves and Blood Elves to go off and be dead uh, demon hunters, why not let them sickenly transform their bodies into snake people and give us what we've always wanted, a Naga playable race? Yeah, that that's a very legit and plausible kind of answer to the question and i'm i'm kind of going to take a little bit of a cop out with this but i'm going to say i could see similar to what slide said but with like Kalia Menethil and Derek Proudmore maybe taking the undead that no longer want to be with Sylvanas and having like a light forged version of undead that could possibly align with the alliance I don't know what like the ceremony or whatever would be or if Mm -hmm. there would be anything that would create these kind of undead but that's kind of like along the lines of what I was thinking that's not fair he's reading the BFA script or I guess the Shadowlands script (laughs) he's reading spoilers over there did (laughs) madeline rue give him that (laughs) i mean i did say it was a little bit of a cop-out but there we are what about you aaron do you have any wild ideas out there or not so wild ideas Um, out there um as far as refilling those two i feel like in shadowlands so void master and i don't know his last name i apologize but the main guy from the void elves i feel like umbrix he could very easily just go back to his home and be like, everyone step in my magic machine. I've learned how to turn us into Void Elves without being taken over by the big creature. I just don't know, especially with Tess Greymane and the Greymane family's big push to be like, Worgans are a curse. We're Gilneans first. I don't know how they would convince more Worgen to exist. I, I love that chant. Worgans are a curse. Gilneans first. Ah, oh, God. Why did I have to come up with a catchy mnemonic for them? They're going to use them to, to to hate on my people. <laughs> oh, man. You just made the new wave of fascist chants against the Worgen. I don't, I don't know. Worgans are uh, a curse. Gilneans first. Unless they release the old Night Elf ones from, like, the Emerald Dream, I don't really see them creating more Worgen. I guess we're just supposed to believe that the 200 or so Gilneans that got cursed will be the only ones to ever exist. Because once again, we barely ever see them functional. Story-wise, they're just treated like a berserker mode or a superhero power-up. They don't have a culture yet. Yeah, that yeah, that's, that makes sense. What about you, Slide? You got any sick, nasty questions for us? Do you have any DNR thoughts? If you could fuck any person... No, um, that's the easy one. Uh, If you guys... Which class would you guys be in real life? So when you say real life, am I like using my Aaron Aaron last name, Flabby Gamer Body? Yeah, you will become this class. And I guess if you want to spec, you can. But like, it's not important for some, but for some, maybe it is. Like Shadow Priest, or if you want to be a fucking demonology warlock for some fucking reason, because you're a nasty. I think that I would... I would be a frost mage because I don't have the physique to be anything physical. Like I'm not, I'm not bad, but I'm not like, I'm going to get winded eventually. I'm no athlete, but, um, so it would have to be a caster. And I do like cold as a thing. And I do like the thought of just kind of shooting a bolt of ice at my enemy and they're slow. And then I can just leave. Oh, God. You went, you went for the murder route. 
No, not murder. I mean, just like I, I make them chilly and they're like, oh, I can't go as fast. My limbs are locking up. And I'm like, well, mine are fine. And so I just kind of like power jog away. I don't think I'd ever be fighting people. I would just be hitting them with the magic. So it'd be easier for me to scuttle away. Just don't summon your pet by accident or your pet will fight them to the death. And then you can't stop them. Very similar to what Aaron just said. I feel like my physical body as Alex, not immunization, is not equipped to be most of these physical classes. So I feel like I would also have to be a caster of some kind. And, you know, I kind of picked priest because it kind of aligns most with myself anyway. So I honestly feel like I would just be a human version of what I play. Maybe that's weird to say, but I think I would just be a holy priest. Would you would you join the church? I mean, no. I mean, this is like I would like pray some Naru or shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is who I worship, and then you just hold up like a picture of like the letter V. Like, yeah, that's that's my god, dude. That's my Naru. Yeah, yeah, y'all. This be my Naru. I'm here with my Naru friend to heal y'all. <laughs> I think you guys are thinking too small. See, now when I thought about it, I was like I could be a mage, but then the government would trap me for being a mutant and probably, like, kidnap me. I mean, I could make a portal and get out, whatever. But that goes for, like, priests. That goes for, like, warlock. Like, I'd have, like, unholy powers. What if instead I just go warrior and I join the NBA and I use my heroic leaps to get sweet slam dunks and I get rich and I get famous and I'm really cool. So you're thinking about it the other way. You're thinking about when you pick this class, you get those abilities that you apply to your current self. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. If, if a void elf can be a warrior, anyone can do anything, right? If you could be a little skinny twig, you can do whatever you want. Huh. Yeah, I feel like we thought about fair. this differently. Because like then even and even if I didn't have a basketball, I could literally be America's super troop. Like I could just be slaughtering people on the battlefield as a warrior. Who's going to stop me? I'm immune to pain. Like you can't do anything against me. I would win street fights. I could win boxing matches. I could do a lot of like normal human things without government attraction for like he has superpowers or he has frost powers or whatever. It's interesting thinking about you brandishing a baseball bat and hitting someone in the knee. And then you look deep down inside yourself and you're like, I feel 5% healthier after this exchange. <laughs> I've been healed from this. I was trying to think of like the Frosis one you could probably do. And that's probably what, Death Knight? You're just going to be literally a dead version of yourself? Um, I don't like, I. it seems biased, but I think if my friend IRL told me they were, they were an affliction warlock, I would be like, mm, I don't know if I can hang out with you anymore, Jeremy. <laughs> get out of here man yeah. you just you sit you sit down and like you beat jeremy at a one-on-one -on -one in smash and then all of a sudden you get up and you're like mm, i don't feel great you look and there's like a seed of corruption in you like jeremy he's like i'm so <laughs> sorry aaron that goes off until you die he's like draining your soul oh, i was just really hungry jeremy's a fucking burger king down the street like we can go to the restaurant like you don't have to consume my soul <laughs> he's, he's like, and i'm tired I'm not... of your fucking fell hound always going around the house <laughs> it looks gross jerry unsummon it <laughs> or at least get a succubus in here Ooh, oh hmm well with that i feel like we have come to the conclusion of our first dnr thoughts so let us know if this is a thing that we should continue to do. Let us know if you have anything you want to ask us. 
We can probably streamline it in the future. I didn't think it'd be that long, but we can probably make it a lot better. And I think I think it actually was a pretty okay segment for what it was. I think I, th- I think it was good. I'm glad that we're having this nice after segment powwow while the episode is still going. Yeah, yeah you know, I, you know what? It, was, it worked out. I want the audience to know what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's DNR thoughts, and what I'm thinking right now is that I'm gonna pull a time warp. Oh shit, we have to do one of those. So from one segment right into another, we are going to do a time warp. And as you guys know, because this is a segment we've had almost every episode uh, during time warp, I'm going to ask them a question and they have 40 seconds to answer with as many correct responses as possible. The one who loses has to take a drink of alcohol. I'm sitting here with New Amsterdam unflavored vodka and I have a shot ready to go like last week. And unlike last week, the shot will happen at the end of the episode and not the very beginning, so I won't get trashed. <laughs> Gross. This week's question is for you guys to name. This is probably a bad decision on my part because it's going to be a little hard to score, maybe. But name as many SI7 members as you can on your mark. Get set. Oh, my timer. Get set. Go. What's by Master Shaw? Shaw. Um, socks. Um, Kelsey Sp- Sp- Steel Spark is she SI agent? Um, Valera Sanguinar is she SI agent? Oh, um, she is. Um, Tutsi Tulsi um, Gabbard. <laughs> Doo Doo Marco <laughs> Morris. Um, um, there's there's a there's a there's a hilarious big guy. is John John Dickey's um, not. But I'm gonna say anyway. Is there like a big oh there's oh my god there's a Matthias Shaw works with a goblin. What is that goblin's name? He's second in command. Uh, goblin, uh, uh, goblin, uh, gr- Gizmo. greasy Gary, Greenbo. G- um, G- Giz- Gizmo, um, Malafu. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Who said I've Shaw never first? played a role. You, you guys both said Shaw about the same time, so I'm just gonna call that one a tie, and I will look at the rest of this. Give me like one second to tally this. Oh, there's more to tally after the first one. <laughs> Okay, so maybe this is a poor question choice, but literally the only one that you guys named that was a member of the SI7 was, in fact, Matthias Shaw. So. Uh, excuse me, Sox was a major member of SI7 for the two missions he was in. Sox doesn't count. He was a third-party member. So... They're on their Wowpedia page, there is a section that says people in touch with SI7, and on that list is John J. Keyshawn. So maybe that will be my tiebreaker here? I, yeah, sounds good to me. I can accept it. Also, I'm kind of mad because like, I also looked up a name of SI7 agents, and Sully the Pickle McLeary was the dwarf who left socks. And Mishka was the medic train eye lady who hung out with him. And at the rest of them, I'm like, ooh, who the fuck's Mirabelle or Chris Clarkle? Yeah, and the second in command goblin that you mentioned it was Renzik the Shiv. His name is not easy. <laughs> well, I lost. So here it goes. Ugh, not fun. <laughs> How is that old Amsterdam? Uh, pretty crusty. Pretty musty. Ugh. Not great. I guess we can uh, use this to chain into our sexiest NPC of the week. Though not an SI7 agent. She came up. Because I said her. 
because it's everyone's favorite sexy horde traitor, Valera Sanguinite. Let me just say, this is legitimately very sexy NPC. But actually, though, like from the from the mm. fucking waist up, she's all clothed. Waist down, this bitch is all thighs, all thighs and ass. Skies out, oh. thighs out. It's a good thing that her armor appears to be made of fruit by the foot, because I want to eat her up. Oh my god! I was also trying to figure out what are those little red tendrils she's got going on over there. But you're right; it's just fruit by the foot for a quick little snack on the go. I, it is. It was an unspoken, unwritten part of her and Varian's relationship. Please, Valera, I'm so hungry. Snap me off a gusher and a fruit by the foot from your outfit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because she has the she has the fruit by the foot, like those old tassel things. But then all the parts on her outfit that are green are literally like circular gusher-sized green pieces. Honestly, I go as far to say her daggers are just like. Jolly Ranchers that are shaped into like these daggers. They're like they're like the same color as them. Mm, so I am Valera Sanguinar. I am the assassin of Candyland. <laughs> so one could say that she's like tasty and also just tasty. She's so sweet with those blonde hairs that somehow come up in a ponytail ponytail above her little hat. How did so she literally feeds her ponytail through the top of this hat? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Is, is that yeah. what she does? I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's way, feeding it through her hood. That way she can never be de-hatted or de-hooded because they're like, I'm pulling and she's like, hold on, you have to fish the whole ponytail. <laughs> oh boy. Mm. Call me some random comic only dreadlord because i want to be deep inside valera and then get expunged by meryl fellstorm oh meryl Ooh, but valera she's my least favorite hearthstone hero so that makes her sexy <laughs> Ooh, girl i want to play with her because i don't like those decks except not in hearthstone honey uh-uh. <laughs> I like her boots. Oh, Do you, yeah, okay. I, I thought uh, you said R boots. RTRT. <laughs> I mean, I like those, too. Um, do you guys think she's going to get a new outfit in Shadowlands, or are we still going to be with this Cata business? Please give her a new outfit. Honestly, like, I mean, this one's okay. And then we dunked on it a little bit. I think a revamp for her outfit would be so good. Look what it did for Jaina. Jaina looks fucking hot in this new outfit. Yeah, I mean, if they use this as a basis and then made something like to expand upon it, I feel like that would be the most ideal because I feel like it's already a pretty iconic look. But yeah, I agree it needs a little something. This girl needs you to just edit. Take those shoulders off and you're good. Well, Valeria, with that, we've given you all the fashion advice we can for those sweet, sweet buns of yours. Your award's in the mail and you're this week's sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh. Ooh, congratulations. Ah, welcome to the bracket. And with that, we're nearing the end of our episode. But before we go, you know that we've got to discuss our top toot, bottom boot, or medium moot, slide whistle. What is your TTBBMM? Hey, everybody, it's me. It's your boy, Doodoo Marco Morris here. And I've got a top toot of the week. Top toot.
Toot! So, I was doing war mode shenanigans today, leading my alliance warbands to victory in bounty hunting and guarding alliance bounties, when all of a sudden I see a request to join the group. Now, a reminder, my name is Alan. Sorry, my name in WoW is Alan, and he's a death knight. And I see there's about seven people who applied to join the guild, or to join our party, because one just left. And I see a beautiful specter. He's a warlock named bill and i was like i gotta Whoa. have this vanilla <laughs> i gotta have this vanilla ass man fight with me and so i instantly invited bill and i said hey bill it's me alan bill responds hey alan it's me bill <laughs> <laughs> and so and so and so me and bill and the other three other three idiots that were in our group lead just a rampage across a veil, killing hordes side by side. And every time me and Bill see each other, Bill's like, hey, it's me, Bill. And I'm like, hey, it's me, Alan. And people kept joining the party because, you know, like in Call of the Arms quest, people are always getting their 25 kills for the horde and then they, and then they just leave. Me and Bill were killing for fun. We had already completed the quest. We were just doing it just to fucking murder horde. And so people would keep joining and they'd be like, what are you guys talking about? Because we'd keep saying it in party chat. Hey, it's me, Alan. Hey, it's me, Bill. But then Bill unexpectedly left the party and he didn't say goodbye. No. So maybe it's Oh my god, I feel like this should be a bottom boot. You would think so. But the bond that me and Bill had at the beginning, being two milk toast vanilla names, was enough to make it a top two of the week. Bill, I don't remember what server you were on, but you were my horde-killing buddy, and I wish you'd come back. I mean, what's your TTBBMM? Well, I have a legitimate bottom boot this week. <gasps> boot. This week. One of the things I did was I decided to spend my, uh, what are they called? Like that currency that you have that you spend at the vendor next to the ship in Brallis. Like you can get the moon saber, which I already Seven, have. Seventh legion uh, accommodations. Medals? Something like that? Yeah, those ones. Those ones. I already, I already had the moon saber, and I had enough to buy something else. So I decided to buy the ring that teleports you to Brallis. Because I thought, you know, why not just have like an extra thing? It's like effectively a second hearthstone. And then eventually when I change my hearthstone to somewhere else, it just is a teleport to another place that can help me out later on. So I felt like it would be very useful to have. Makes sense. So I got this new ring, and I'm I tried to use it. You know, I put it on my bar, like a hearthstone, because I thought, like, you know, I just click it and then I can start channeling the teleport and then I can head back to Borealis. But no, when you press it, first you have to equip it because it's it's not as good as the rings that I have, obviously, because it mm -hmm. was released so long ago. It's definitely not an upgrade now, so I have to equip it. And then when I equip it, it puts the spell cast of the teleportation at a 30 second cooldown. Mm. why yeah, that's what i'm saying and that's why it's my bottom boot why after i put the ring on and try to use its ability do i have to wait like 30 seconds to use it no that's actually very interesting because i have the pugilist pugilist ring the one that takes you back to the deep run tram for the brawler's guild and when i use that i put it on and there's no cooldown i don't have to wait on a timer it will just be put on and i can use it bam instantly and then teleport same with the fucking stormwind capes 
No, exactly, and that's what I was comparing it to. I was comparing it to the Storm of Capes because you just put it on and use it immediately, and like it's a no-brainer. That's the way that this ring should be as well. And I don't know if I should like report this or like put like a bug report in for it. I don't know if this is how they meant it to be. Yes, submit. I would say honestly, I would say submit a bug report because an item that costs that many Seventh Legion pennies or whatever they're called should not have a thirty-second cooldown on use for equip. Because what is the eye level like three ninety? I think. It's way lesser than the ones that I'm currently using. It's and well, plus it's bad stats, so I don't like even consider it. You can be a hero for so many spending their seventh legion pennies on this ring. You can bring them hope. Okay, well, I will send a ma- in-game mail or something. Well, no, I'll send a bug report after this podcast, I guess. What if we just call this episode like "Make the teleport to Boralis Ring Instant"? <laughs> that way, you will like, see it. Sounds like we have a title. That's it. That's our title. Our first ever pre-decided title. Fix the Boralus ring, Ian. <laughs> Have Ian in the title? <laughs> yes, no, but actually, he'd, he'd probably listen. Ian, we're here at the end of the episode. Skip skip here, Ian. We tri- we've tricked you into listening to all of our content to get to the part about you. <laughs> but Aaron, what is your TTBBMM for the week? Well, I'm going to have to finish the trifecta with a powerful medium moot. Ooh. Mm. While doing quests in Outland Shadowmoon Valley, I came upon a quest to find an old rotten Arakoa egg. I then Ew. took it to Shattereth City and took it to a broken named Tobias the Filth Gorger. Now, with much of the lore master, I'm just sort of on autopilot, like on I do these quests really fast. I'm just going to do them, continue to the next one because I want to do it as quick as possible. When I get there, I'm just like, okay, here's your egg. Tobias then steps aside, consumes the egg, which is rotten, walks sideways, and then vomits on the ground. And he said, thank you, champion. Okay, here's your stuff. And I'm like, what? Why'd that happen? And I just sat there contemplating, like, did I really just give an egg to a man to have him throw up on my shoes? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't I read the quest? Why didn't I understand why this man threw up on my shoes? It really, it was a real sobering moment that made me think about just blazing through lore master stuff. Sometimes okay, got you got to stop and smell the stinky egg vomit. Oh, no. So that's my medium moot of the week. Medium moot. Well, that's everything we had for you today. Ian, fix the Varela Spring. Please, if you guys have any input or if you have any questions, please give us give us give us a little feedback on how you felt the uh, the DNR thoughts went. Should it be shorter? Should it be longer? If you have any questions for us to say? Any ideas for format changes? You can send all of that and anything else to us at do not relentpod at gmail.com. And you can tweet at us on Twitter at do not relentpod. What about you guys? We're gonna find you on the internet. You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can follow our literary musings at LiveJournal.DoNotRelent.com. Uh, last week we had a lovely write-up by Immunization. I the first, did it. I guess not guest, but first one that wasn't me. I did the thing. Maybe uh, maybe I have one in the pipe ready to fire. <laughs> I sure hope you do. Then I don't have to do them. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to get Sweaty Gummo to do like a guest editor. Like she can make one for you. Sure. 
Well, I've been Doodoo Marco Morris, and these have been my doodoo heads, and we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week, and remember... Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.